Dick, you got to make sure you find uh, some some music of Justin Bogle. Of course, the band, uh, uh, the hip-hop rap group. Uh, make sure you uh, get us some of his music to play during the uh, interview, okay? I think you're on the phone, but you can probably still hear me, correct? Yeah? Okay. And, and the, the name of the band, I believe, is PAC-XM. Is that right? Justin, is that right? Is, is Justin on? He should be there. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, Pac EMH. Okay, Pac EMH. All right, so look for that band if you would. The album, of course, the the uh, 2014 debut album, highly overdue, near the top of the charts when released on iTunes. Uh, one of the most downloaded upon its release, and that's not easy to do. Justin Bogle joins us. Justin, how are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> it seems to be the question of the day. If I tell the story one more time about the root canal that went bad, I tell you. Oh man! And he was he was Justin. He was in the hospital for yeah. a week at oh, the no, University longer, of longer, I- well, yeah, yeah but at University that. of Iowa because they really thought that he was going to not be here. Yeah, they thought I was going to uh, kick the old Trace in our bucket, as we would say. Trey said, uh, "Kick this, be be that tough guy." Anyway, anyway, welcome back, Justin. It's been a while. How, how's it going, man? It's going. It's going. It's been uh, it's been a fun season, a fun year. I haven't got the results I've wanted, but you know we're still. Uh, we're hanging in there and trying to keep improving as we get there. A uh, couple more weekends, try to get up there up front, uh, see what we can do about top fives and a podium. Currently uh, sitting in eighth in the Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Championship and ninth in the Monster Energy AMA Supercross Championship. How different and how similar are these two styles? Um, I guess the, the main thing is you're racing the same people and you're racing the same motorcycle. But other than that, it's like a completely different sport. Yeah. Supercross is, you know, you have opening ceremonies, you have, you know, 50,000 fans, you've got the the nighttime and the lights and all the excitement. Outdoors is just a grind. So <laughs> outdoors is tough. I don't think there's too many people that will tell you that they just love outdoors. You know, you love it if you win. But other than that, it's just, it's really tough. But you don't win outdoors without being being a man. So uh, they both have their place, and I enjoy them both. But yeah, they're very different styles of racing for sure. Let's go to Jack DeLeon. Jack, I know you've got some questions for our guest, Justin Bogle. Justin, how difficult is it for you to race two series at the same time? It's tough. We just don't get much of a break. I think it's the hardest thing for us, you know, uh, physically, mentally, all that. You just get worn down racing. Yeah, you know, thirty six times a year without much of a break. It's just, it's really tough. I don't know too many other sports or industries where that's the the norm. So, um, like this week, we have the weekend off. If it was like two rounds weekend off, two rounds weekend off, they mm-hmm. save a lot of people from from injuries and and just sickness and all the things that a lot of us top guys are dealing with right now. Um, I think it would help with that, but. You know, I don't make the rules, and that's not how it is. So we got to try to figure out how to be as good as we can with uh, whatever we have to deal with as far as rules and parameters go. So, yeah, man, it's it's tough. You can't – you don't have a lot of time to set your bike up. You don't have a lot of time to uh, get acclimated to the heat and the, the uh, roughness of outdoors, you know. So it's tough. Superstar Justin Bogle joins us. Ed, 
JB, the, the question I've always wondered, is there one style that benefits or one series that benefits the other more? For example, does uh, the Pro Motocross Championship benefit the Supercross champion, Championship more, or is it really different each and every time you guys go out? Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's tough to say. It's, it's really different. I think for Supercross, it's a little bit better because we have, you know, a few months leading up to it to prepare physically and to test the motorcycles. So um, with outdoors, you get a weekend off and you go straight into it and no one really tested much for outdoors since the year before and no one's ridden outdoors since the year before. So outdoors is always kind of tough. And I think, you know, the manufacturers and the riders as well, um, you know, with that being said, go into the Supercross season more prepared and with more emphasis on that because that's what people care more about. So you know, and I want to I want to bring this up because it's not just the riders that it's a grind for. Okay, it's those guys that turn the wrenches, those guys that drive the trucks. It's great guys like uh, you know your team owner Forrest Butler and and uh, Michael Byrne and and Derek Rankin and. And all the guys, you know, at Rocky Mountain ATV, MCKTM, WPS, you know, if you look at all these guys that contribute and gals, uh, you know, it is a grind on them too. And I've got to believe you're ultimately very grateful and very thankful for the team that has assembled to back your efforts, both physically on the track and mentally as well, because this is as much an emotional game mentally as it is physically. 100%. Um, man, I'm so incredible. You said it. I'm so incredibly grateful for the entire team getting picked up by Rocky Mountain ATV MC KTM was seriously a blessing. Um, having the support from Forrest Butler, you know, have believing in me enough to give me the shot. Michael Byrne has been a very big part of the program this year as well, kind of taking me under his wing um, during Supercross and just helping me out so much. And, uh, you know, knowing that he believes in me and they believe in me, that it makes it... Uh, you know, a lot easier to be motivated and want to do good for those guys, too. You know, you got all the guys with the team, man. It's such an incredible group. I've never really been a part of something I felt so, like, I guess just a part of, you know, um, with JR. And throughout Supercross, my mechanic was Derek, and he's an incredible dude. And right. my mechanic now, Tony Archer, who I used to race with growing up, uh, man, it's it's such a fun place to be. And we also have an incredible motorcycle to go get the job done and some great sponsors. So let's talk about that bike though. KTM has not come a long way. We've we're past that. Okay. KTM has become somebody that has a big old target on their back and uh, there's got to be some, I got to believe the guys at the factory from, from engineers on down uh, are pretty proud of what they put together. But uh, KTM has come a long, long way and we predicted it early as to how good they were going to get it. But you know what? We were just dipping our toes in the magical waters of motorcycling at that point, because while we had some experience, KTM has far exceeded the hopes, dreams and everything of people that love the colors. Oh yeah. And everyone at KTM has, so many reasons and, and every right to be extremely proud of what they've done because they have they have turned that program around uh, to the point where they're one of the best ever, not just right now. So uh, it's an incredible thing to see unfold right in front of us, and it's so awesome to be a part of it. All right. It's not something that you can you know predict or plan for. So I'm so thankful that I'm getting to be a part of that that story there too and hopefully bring them some results you know i haven't done it this year but i'm hoping to uh 
you know, continue my relationship with the team and everyone for next year and, and be one of those guys getting them results and wins. So, man, it's such a cool thing. And, and having that trust, knowing that it's up to me, you know, the motorcycle is so good and everyone at the factory and everyone at our team so experienced and so capable that, you know, it's kind of on me to go get results. So that's a good place to be. When you're out there and grabbing a handful, um, you, there's got to be a sense of uh, calm because you're not wondering if there's more that you can grab, that, that you can grab. You know there's plenty of power there, right? Oh, exactly. You know, just, I guess, faith in, faith in, the, in the machine that you're on in the KTM and with the team that there's not really been any stone left unturned and that um, everyone involved in the program is, is working as hard as they can and, and are also, you know, best in the business. So that's, it takes away a lot of that uh, anxiety of, you know, not being sure if you're on the best equipment or if you're doing the best that you can do. You know, if you do the best you can do, everything will work out. And that's a, like I said, that's a great place to be. You know, as we've dedicated our program to the late uh, Carlin Dunn, the late great uh, Carlin Dunn, um, we race for a lot of reasons. And I don't care if it's going up Pikes Peak. I don't care if it's a Montrose or wherever, wherever you're racing, whatever, for, and whatever style. You know, it's what's in our blood. It's what's it's the excitement it brings us. Initially, as kids, you know, let's face it, uh, you know, not everybody starts racing at 19 years old. Uh, but when you when you think about it, you race for that singular reason of just going out to have a good time, and then you realize, oh my goodness, I'm kind of good at this. How can I get better? You know, you look to those that you look up to, but then all of a sudden there are these cats that you know, come crawling around and say, hey, you did this, this, and this. I'd like to teach you, you know, how to get better. And you just go, wow, really? You know, it's kind of a neat sport because there are people always wanted to help, yeah? Yeah, it's really cool, you know, and having people, like right now, for instance, I, my riding coach, Robbie Raynard, has obviously been there and done that. He's one of the most talented guys to ever swing a leg over a bike um not just in my opinion i believe that's fact um and having michael byrne who is also so talented and i i feel like we can relate a lot as far as um racing goes and and you know he had to deal with some injuries as well so there's a lot there that we can relate to um and he was very talented as well so it's nice having people like that in your corner. You know, my agent is Jimmy Button, who is also one of the greats of this sport. So having people like that around me, I can only speak for myself, but having that input and, and people that have done it and also have made mistakes, so they can kind of help you try to avoid those pitfalls and, and things like that has been such a blessing. And I also know that not everyone is super lucky to have people that actually care about you that right. have been in their shoes. So, that's something that I don't take for granted at all. You know, I've had some great people around me, and, and I, I understand how fortunate I am. And it's not just that, you know, uh, the feeling of, well, what have you done for me lately? Okay, they understand there's talent, but there's also talent in in the pits under every single tent. Every single truck is talented riders and mechanics. And, and, and to, to discount them at all is really discounting yourself. And I'm not saying you do this. I'm just saying that, you know, it, it – it's sometimes it is your night. You know, you look at last year and your top, uh, you know, your top finish ever 
uh, best career season result, uh, finishing ninth last year on that 450. But, uh, you know, we also look at what you've done to get there to that ninth place position. Have you had, you know, pretty cool uh, finishes? Yeah, of course you have. Uh, but every single one of them is one of those building blocks that you got to rely on. You got to look at and say, what did I learn? What can I do better? And how quickly can I get it done? <laughs> There's yeah, no pressure. Exactly. <laughs> no, and it's true though. You know, we, you know, we tell ourselves how great we are and that we can do it and, and all that, but it comes down to a lot more than just being talented because every right. single person in every single semi is talented and have done the same things that you did growing up winning wise and, and all of that and, and being told the same things about how awesome they are. So it comes down to just really wanting it, figuring out your program and just having a lot of grit on the weekends, man, it's never going to be easy. It's, it's really tough when you're out there. So, um, yeah, you just you can't discount anybody, you know. We're we're all great at this, but uh there's a lot that goes into being a champion and that's a different story. So uh I've obviously I've won a supercross title on a two fifty but nothing on a four fifty, so we're still trying to figure that game out, but getting closer every time. So All right, Jack yeah. tells me that uh one of the songs that is on YouTube has a parent a parental advisory for cussing uh, advisory round. What part of the song is that in? Do you know? Uh, every song I've probably ever made. So I'm, I'm actually not. I'm actually not sure about that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I always kind of keep the two things separate because I like to be able to have, you know, whatever uh, ability to express myself as I want. So why I don't really mix the two worlds too much. But well, this shows another side of you, though, dude. And that's that's the very talented. Justin Bogle. Justin, always good to talk to you. Thanks for jumping on on my comeback show. Appreciate that so very much. Best of luck to you as you continue your career. And uh, best of Forrest Butler. I like Mike, or like Michael Byrne, too, but Forrest, I remember in his younger years, uh, he was on the show quite a bit. We need to get him back. Of course. Yes, sir. And uh, like I said, I'm very thankful for those guys as well. So, And thank you guys for having me on. Glad you're doing better. Hope you uh, continue to do so. And Hope we talk again soon. God bless, buddy. There we go. One of the good guys out there. Hey, this is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the uh, Evergreen Podcast Production System. This portion of the show brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing loves to share photos of its fans just like you. That's why they created the Fly Wall. The Fly Wall is a fun way for racing fans to share their photos on the Fly Racing website. Simply head over to flyracing.com. Look for the Fly Wall menu in the upper right-hand corner of the homepage. Choose a post a pick clicker and upload a favorite pick of yourself. If approved, guess what's going to happen? Your photo's going to go up on the fly wall. It's just that simple. So head on over to flyracing.com. Upload your photos, your picks for a chance to be featured on the fly wall. Is there a greater honor than that? I don't think so. Other than perhaps being invited to be on this very show. If you'd like to or know of somebody you would like to hear on this program, we'd like to hear from you. Make sure you on our homepage. Click the Contact Us button and tell us who you'd like to hear from, and we'll do our level best to get them on the show. For all of us at Pit Pass, Scott Casper with you. I want to thank Michael Ock, Justin Bogle. They joined us uh, in this hour. We'll finish the hour with Lane Michael. Yeah, he's got a, a pretty good uh, his story uh, in his 2018 GNCC season, taking 11th place in the overall class, currently placing 22nd. And we'll tell you why when we come back. Lane Michael's next. This is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. Hi, my name is... Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of...
Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minter Dial, a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning or have never even heard of paddle, or padel, as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players, industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with a pro tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Vamos!